welcome to the Butterfly Soul Life Coaching School podcast. I'm your host, Jemwa, Manifestation Coach, and today I want to talk about assumptions in relationships. Assumptions create our reality. At the root of our experience of life, we have these unconscious assumptions going on. For most people, it's unconscious, okay? And even the people who are really conscious and they're constantly doing inner work, they still have unconscious assumptions operating in their reality that is creating their reality for them on automatic, okay? No matter how conscious you are, you will still have some degree of unconsciousness because that just is life. You will always have an unconscious aspect to your psyche, okay? If you look at Carl Jung's Map of the Soul, an amazing book by Murray Stein, it literally maps out the human psyche. And Carl Jung talked about how there's always this deeper aspect of our unconscious. And it's it's operating, you know? The unconscious is a facet of the psyche. And even deeper than that is the collective unconscious. So if you think about God holding all of this together, that God holds every single human being's <laughs> unconscious within the palm of God's hand, <laughs> right? How amazing is that? We are all held in God. And God knows our every thought, our every intention. God knows if our heart is pure or if it's a little tainted. <laughs> and, and we can know that too, obviously. But we're not always so in tune. Because the world is a distraction. Yet, we're here to, for a purpose. And we're here to bring more light to the world but God is with us even as we go through this journey of being in the world so you could live like a monk or a nun like totally immersed in God all the time right some people have this path other people majority of people live in the world and in society and we have a lot of influences that oppose the true teachings of Jesus, the true teachings of spirituality, the truth, the true teachings of Jungian psychology. Like for me, these are some of the biggest things that impact my work. Jungian psychology, the teachings of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Jesus was the manifestation master, right? He was able to do things that very few humans are doing right now, right? But that, it doesn't have to be that way. We can all become manifestation masters. And this is what my work is all about. How do we manifest on the level of Jesus? Now, then we add in what Neville Goddard teaches, which is Jesus is your imagination, Jesus is the imagination. Your imagination is your savior because first of all, you need to understand it from, if you want to look through this lens, okay, you can try it on and see if you like it, okay? You don't have to believe this, but just try it on if you're not already familiar with this concept. If you're already familiar with it, you know, and it feels good to keep going this direction, then just imagine this with me. Your imagination holds everything, right? If you think about it, where is your imagination? You're being held inside your imagination, your human form, that your world, the world, the physical world right now is an appearance in your imagination. So then where is your imagination? You know, the, the one that is holding it all. The background the source 
one that is aware of it all, aware of every little thing. Even when your conscious mind is focused on something in the world, there's some part of you that is still aware and watching it, watching you do that, right? What is that part of you? So your imagination is holding it all. It's holding every single person in your life, every single relationship. And a relationship, the way I've been pondering relationships lately is the interaction between two psyches. Their conditioning interacting on a level, their higher self interacting on a level, and then their shadow interacting on a level. If you're sensitive, you will pick up on people. Uh, I, I actually believe everyone's doing this. They just may not admit they're doing it or be aware that they're doing it because it's just a natural aspect of being a human psyche. You subconsciously absorb information about people and about your environment. And these also become kind of these unconscious assumptions about what you create in life. You know, it's why men, the the culture of men, the society of men think differently. And, and the culture of women, the society of women have their own ways of thinking. And these are, I think these two areas, this is a whole rabbit hole of like the differences between men and women, but I don't want to go too deep into that right now, but that is definitely very important to think about how men are constantly making subconscious assumptions about women and women are constantly making subconscious assumptions about men and right and this can be to the layer that we are aware of all these things uh you know because we will be aware of maybe certain things that we project onto men as women or certain things that men are aware of they project onto women um and you can always expand that you can always become more aware of what you really think and what you're thinking on a subconscious level okay so we're all distracted most of the time like we have things to do during the day. You know, we have a body to take care of. <laughs> if you don't, if you're single, you you just have your body to take care of. If you have kids, you have other bodies to take care of, right? <laughs> you have a job. You know, you gotta make money. You gotta live your life. Like, there's a lot to do. So not everybody has the time to look super deep into themselves, right? Um, but that's why. I offer this service that I offer because people can come to me for an hour a week, a few hours every month, and it changes their whole reality, just one hour with me, because I, God has given me the ability to do this deeper work for people, because not everybody, not everybody has this path that I'm on. But I have to offer what God has given me the space and time to do in my life. And God has put it on my heart to do this type of work, you know? God has put it in me to desire this type of lifestyle where I'm living in in the depth. And I'm lucky that I went to this school called Pacifica Graduate Institute in Santa Barbara. amazing program for Jungian psychology depth psychology is what Pacifica is all about and I believe that made me who I am today 
um, because no other program I've ever done has gone that deep into the human psyche and how that affects relationships. <laughs> you know, I remember when I finished my program, well, I, so I left early from my program at Pacifica Graduate Institute because I like hit a dead end with therapy, becoming a therapist. Um, God made it very clear that I was not going to actually become a therapist, that I was there for the education and that, um, you know, I'm a manifestation coach. That's what I am. I have gifts in manifestation and I have to use those gifts. And although part of my gifting is there in the therapy realm, um, holding that tremendous space for people's psyches, it's not just focused on doing therapy. It's focused on actually helping people transform their mindset. And um, doing that deep psychological work is a part of manifestation. Now, if you remember, I started this podcast saying I'm going to be talking about assumptions in relationships. <laughs> so I'm getting to that. <laughs> this, by the way, this is totally um, spontaneous, my talks. I prefer my, my talks to be spontaneous. Uh, because then I'm fully operating off of what spirit is channeling through me to the world and I'm fully operating from my intuition Uh, so that's that is my zone of genius so by the way you'll notice the way I talk in my podcast I I go into very deep circles of I bring it all around to the whole (laughs) at the end, if that makes sense. I'm trying to put this into words, but it feels like the way I go about it is like, I want to explain these things first that are coming through, and then we get to the assumptions and relationships. So going back to thinking how depth psychology the deeper you are into your own psyche the better of a manifester you're going to be you know manifestation doesn't exclude like practical life things like you need to know how to do life and then manifestation is looking at the deeper thoughts you're having and once you change those little thoughts So the work in my program, it can happen so fast. I know how to create instant manifestations in people's realities with them because I am working on that root level of their psyche. So, and mindset. Once we change these little thoughts, like the path opens up, you know, and that's an instant manifestation. So my calls are instant manifestations because psyche is here and now consciousness is here and now god is here and now we just have to open ourselves up to the instant manifestation realm and we're not always going to be there because we're human and we have things to do you know so the realm of working getting things done and taking care of children if you have them taking care of relationships being in the relational world being in the 3d world is a different state than being in this oneness with you and your own psyche and you need both you know you need both (sighs) but we don't always know how to make time for that secret place with god i love this term i learned from christians They call it their secret place with the Lord. Like, genius. Genius. How did they they come up with that? How do they know this? This is amazing. I never knew Christianity was so spot on. Like, 
don't know if you guys know my story at all, but I didn't grow up going to church or have any religious influence in my life. I guess you could say I was kind of spiritual, like I always believed in mind over matter because that's how I was raised. I was raised in an athletic family, so we were all about mind over matter, like push through, be tough. It's only the way you think, like when you feel pain in your body, (laughs) that's what my upbringing was, okay? Causing pain to the physical body (laughs) to uh, become more athletic, (laughs) to exercise, exercise was my family's uh, strength. (laughs) So funny. Actually, this is a funny story. My dad, so my dad had two kids before he had us. So he, before he married my mom and had three more kids, he, he got married really young. Like I think he was 22 or something. And he had two kids with his wife, his wife at the time. And his wife at the time, like ran away um, from everything, left the family. And so my dad raised his son and daughter. And my dad was a swim coach at UCLA. So my dad um, talks about, tells these stories. (laughs) Or maybe uh, Brenny Boy and Lisa, those are my older siblings' names, they told us these stories, where my dad would make them do push-ups pull-ups and sit-ups before bed okay (laughs) not a military dad but a swim coach dad um so that's hilarious i uh i appreciate though that i was in this family that i was raised in a family that valued exercise and health and uh, mind over matter So I feel like I was always gifted in mindset work because that is something I was just raised in, you know, and this is an interesting subject because there's a lot of coaches in the world and they don't even know why they're good at what they do. And it's because they're probably raised that way. So when you think about the coaching world, you know, other coaches that you come across, you may notice that they're, they're good at what they do because of their family their family lineage, what they come from. And um, I think that's not really talked about too much, but it's, it's actually a very key important thing. What gets passed down generation to generation and how God created us all to have these unique gifts and these unique family uh, lineages with certain strengths and certain weaknesses that we're all supposed to be helping each other. Um, you know, one family has strengths in one area, another has a weakness, and, and we combine forces um, all for the purposes of the kingdom of heaven. And so, yeah, thinking about having that kind of perspective, you know, like a little more expanded perspective around how we're all designed to help each other with our gifting. If we lived more in communities like um, I'm picturing like you know if we all lived in huts or (laughs) yeah well I shouldn't laugh because there are parts of the world that are living in these conditions Um, but yeah um, you know if you lived in that kind of a reality where we're dependent on each other that way versus living in this modern world where it's easy to be lonely because you don't have to depend on people, on relationships. Um, We're just kind of isolated, especially in America, we're isolated. If you've ever been to Europe and other countries, you'll definitely notice how isolated the United States is. (laughs) I remember thinking that when I was in Germany. Anyways, okay, now I'm officially going on a tangent there, but coming back to (laughs) assumptions and relationships, assumptions and relationships, you know, you can go get super deep and understand the whole world. (laughs) 
and how it has to do with assumptions and relationships. Your whole reality, you're making assumptions based off of, you know, where you live in, on the planet, who surround, the people that surround you, your family you come from, uh, the conversations you have on the daily with the people around you, your expectations, your assumptions, your belief systems that you have running on a daily basis. You are a program. You are a computer program system, you know, operating every single day. And so if we don't take time to shut down the computer and reboot it, right? So when we shut it down, it's like we're going into that oneness with God, that secret place with God. We're going, we're shutting the computer down. We're going into oneness with God. It is there that we want to create these new assumptions, guys. It's going to be harder if you're, you got, you're on Google Chrome and you got 20 tabs open and then one of them is assumptions and relationships and you're changing your assumptions and relationships. It's just not going to have as much power. You know what I'm saying? You got to shut the, the tabs, close the computer. No, close the tabs, <laughs> shut down the computer, go into your source. And there, okay, from that pure consciousness, okay, I have an audio on YouTube about this, by the way, you can go check that out, it will help you manifest from pure consciousness, that from, you want to go into that space, that formless space, okay, formless space, from there, you think about your desired reality, your assumptions, and you start your affirmations, in that place, knowing who you are at that deeper level, if you affirm from there, if you project a reality from that knowing, it's going to instant manifest. Okay, this is an art, by the way, it takes some practice. Now, you can manifest, you can affirm from the conscious mind as well. You can create new assumptions with all the tabs open. I'm not saying that can't work, and if that works for you, right always do what works for you by the way you know what I'm saying I'm offering something from my soul but if anything I say doesn't ever resonate like you're free you know maybe something I say doesn't resonate now but it resonates later on or maybe I, I said something before that resonated and now what I'm saying doesn't resonate you know it's it's you listening to you and it, if my sharing of myself helps great if it's not aligned with where you're currently at in your psyche great right you have to be true to your experience but there know the difference between that and just being maybe annoyed by my depth or i think you can be triggered by someone's depth because you're like you feel like it's a lot of work or something to get to where they're at. So then you create this resistance around what they're saying because you're just like, maybe not, you don't have the time or the space to actually go into that deeper realm in the moment. So what you do if that's happening, you, say, you put a pause and you're like, look, I'm gonna manifest a more spacious day where I can listen to that fully, okay? manifest more time and space so you can actually listen and receive what is being said okay so assumptions and relationships (laughs) assumptions and relationships what are you assuming you know about so heterosexual relationships I'm a heterosexual person so I mostly focus on heterosexual relationships, okay? Uh, So, if you're a woman and you're in a relationship with a man, you already have, you know, this foundation in your mindset of how you expect him to be, which a lot of that is based off of the men in your family system and your experience of, of people in your family system too. Just even your mother's relationship can affect how you interact with men. But 
um, you know, the, the voice of your mom in your head about men, you know, what she assumed about men, what she expected from men. <sighs> these little whispers, they're downloaded into us because these are the people that we are connected to, you know? We all subconsciously absorb each other's thoughts, whether you realize it or not. <laughs> and so you want to be cleaning your mindset daily and um, focusing on your end goals daily, focusing on what you're desiring to create, the assumptions you're desiring to stabilize in. You know, stable imaginal activity creates assumptions create assumption an assumption is a stable thought structure an assumption is a stable imaginal structure right a stable group of neurons firing probably is the scientific way of saying it but if you just go off your direct experience with yourself maybe you can feel that it's a stable way of thinking right? Something you just do automatically. And you can do this deliberately with anything. So you want to get better at relationships. You want to feel like relationships are easier for you. You want to start assuming that you're going to feel met in your relationships. You want to start assuming you feel seen. So if you don't feel seen or met in your relationships now, it's probably because you didn't feel seen met or heard in your growing up in your family system and so you can revise which is an amazing tool revise your whole past in the present moment so you're going to bring all your your history of thinking into this moment and just heal it and I teach this inside my general manifestation group by the way only $22 a month right now. Uh, that price will be going up because there's tremendous value in there. It's already over 20-something audios and videos, so it's a total deal. <laughs> Check that out. Um, revising your whole history into this present moment that Revising all past relationships. Whew, how powerful is that, right? So you want to revise that you felt seen and heard, respected, loved, adored, valued, honored. And, and also, you fought with them. You got in arguments. You know, make it real. <laughs> like, for, be real with it, with yourself. Yeah. You know, I felt respected, honored and loved and seen and heard like my family got me but we also fought sometimes that may help you make it feel real and natural because whatever feels real and natural will manifest much faster than something that feels out of reach you'll actually be able to see it instant manifesting in front of your eyes if it feels natural okay so the assumptions I am noticing about men currently in my reality is just a, a overly, men and women, by the way, an overly sexual focus on relationships. And I guess this is kind of a rebound effect of like society being sexually repressed. Um, people not really embodying their own sexuality and having a healthy relationship with it instead of repressing it or you know um, the porn industry is a very unhealthy relation to sexuality and what does a really healthy embodied sexuality look like I don't think there are many examples of that. You know, all we have are movies and music or music videos, <laughs> movies, romantic comedies, like, or porn. So these things are not helpful. 
Um, I have a book that is helpful. It's called The Soul of Sex. So maybe books are the place to go. I guess there are flavors of some healthy things, like you can find them amidst the sea of unhealthy, toxic things. Uh, But yeah, so relationships um, being overly sexualized is not not a healthy focus because you're not actually getting to know that person and who they are. And so you, before you think about bringing, like going all in sexually with somebody, you need to know like who you're dealing with. And you, you don't want to get sexually involved with someone you don't know what their psyche is like. You don't know what they're like on the day to day because you will definitely absorb energy from that person. And not even that, it's just, why why would you wanna be so cheap like that, you know? Um, you want to give yourself to things, you wanna be conscious of what you're giving yourself to, right? That's like a self-value. And so there's this weird, belief structure going on in society where it's like men feel like the more women they have sex with or I'm not saying all men think this but there's like this energy of like men trying to get sex from women right and actually it's not a very classy like gentleman thing to do because it's really showing like your lack of self-worth for men right and women most mostly don't even think of it this way they just think oh he just wants to have sex with me and he doesn't care about getting to know me he just wants sex for me and so women aren't even pushing back with the right thoughts you know so the way women need to think about this is like okay this man just wants sex for me what does that say about his relationship with himself and why does he why are his morals telling him like it's okay to do that to, to a, another woman like why would he think it's okay to like steal sex from a woman because it, it is like stealing so when you for men out there when you just want sex from a woman you're literally like stealing her emotions, like you're trying to get something from her, you think it's sex, but it's actually something emotional, but because men tend to be more emotionally disconnected and unconscious, like men are a little more emotionally unaware, in general, okay, Um, I don't like to make generalizations because I don't want to perpetuate the old reality, like I'm creating a new reality on the planet where men are more aware of these things. So, and my, because I'm manifesting from pure consciousness, like that's happening fast. If you notice, I'm doing that. (laughs) Okay. God is doing it, but God is guiding me with my position in consciousness, in the unified field of consciousness that God has gifted me with. Um, I'm helping God. Okay, God is helping me and I'm helping God to bring this about. Um, Just a massive spiritual awakening in men. Um, We went through a lot of spiritual awakenings over the last few years, but we have yet to go through one that involves like the differences between men and women. And I think that's coming maybe a, a little while longer, but... I just feel maybe a few more years um, could change, but that's how I feel at the moment. That, yeah, we're looking for 
men to get out of this like sexual obsession right and a lot of that has to do with porn because porn is like subconsciously going into their minds their psyches and it's like programming their brain so there's their computer system is like impacted by the porn industry so if you if you think of it as a whole like society as a whole like that energy going into men because i think i mean i know women i i think you know i've heard that women watch porn too so i don't watch it i don't like it i've seen something before and it was really traumatic so um yeah i can't imagine doing that to my psyche you know on the daily and then having to like go out in the world and like look at women and this is what's going on in men's psyches so that's not um healthy (laughs) really not healthy so okay um so yeah men that are psychologically conscious and conscious of their effect on women, right? So men tend to be pretty unaware. Like, I think in the dating world in general, everyone's like trying to get something from each other. Women are trying to get something from a man and men are trying to get something from a woman. So whenever we're coming from that premise, like trying to get something, that's not a relationship right that's stealing so whoever said dating should be this way (laughs) and then if you don't give me what you want what I want then you're you know I'm cutting you off I'm removing you from my life it's like dating needs to be completely from a different premise of like you're curious about who this human being is okay this person has feelings (laughs) okay hello no I know. I I was a victim of the unconsciousness at one point too, guys. <laughs> in dating. That's how I know this and that's how I'm able to talk about this. But yeah. So I think men and women tend to not care about each other's feelings because either you care and you get really involved and attached and people are like avoiding that if it's not like, you know, the the right person for them. But that's not the way, that's not the solution either. Or people are just like staying super detached and super like on the offense. Wait, is that the right word? Like on the outside and um, trying to get something. Like I will only care about your feelings if you can provide me this. And so that's just not the right way to go about dating. Dating purely should be about cultivating something in the total relational realm. That's it. You know, like, okay, yeah, you're not going to go on a date with someone that you don't see any potential with, right? But if you are going on a date with someone, they're actually someone you are willing to go on a date with. You are... It feels like a yes to you to go on the date with this person. You need to just purely think about who is this human being and how do we connect? Get to know them. That's it. That is it. No kissing. (laughs) No sexual. Nothing sexual about it. Okay? For men and women. Okay, this is not something that only women should have to put their guard up around. Men also need to stop having cheap sex. You know? It's not good for anybody. Not good karma. If you feel deep down, you're going to... The reason why men are better at it is because they are... It's easier for them to turn off their feelings. Just cut it off. Just turn it off, right? I think that testosterone helps cutting off with emotions and um, 
society supports it, like the people, the guys around them maybe support it. So it's just this culture, right? It's just this energy that is on the planet. And, you know, we need to bring it up into awareness more. So, yeah, you know, you don't want to steal sex from women, guys. You don't want to just take... If both of you are fully 100% sure that you only want to hook up, and that's talked about explicitly, okay, I guess, you know, if you really want that. Um, But I don't believe anyone really wants that deep down, right? That's some type of coping mechanism, (laughs) and it's just not a good one. my opinion okay so anyways a little bit awkward talking about this but I think it's really important you know uh, for women to be aware of like for women to first of all protect themselves emotionally you don't want to get sexually involved with a man that you haven't seen any proof that he can be there for you you know support you emotionally He knows how to actually care about your feelings. Do not have sex with a guy who you have not seen. He cares about your feelings. That is why you shouldn't have sex right away. Because it takes time to build trust with somebody. A brand new person in your life, you have no freaking clue who this person is. Right? So, but you can assume the best. Assume the best. Assume the best. At the same time, be very aware of the worst. (laughs) The best in somebody and also the worst in them. Because it's just the truth. We're all capable of, of harming each other. And especially when we have these negative influences in the world. Like porn and movies that are toxic music that is all about heartbreak and blah 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 man I was listening to Carrie Underwood song the other day the one who's like and I dug my key into the side of his pretty little suit of four wheel drive carved my name into his leather seats I dig the Louisville slugger to both headlights Wow. I mean, okay. Damn, that's some negative relationship energy. (laughs) I was listening to that song the other day and I was like, is this really the lyrics? Like, did she write this song? Or someone else wrote this? Wow. I mean, that is, that is, whew. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it feels like when you are betrayed. So let's, let's not do that to people. Take dating more seriously. And um, handle people's hearts with care, you know? Respect people's hearts. Um, promote people's purity. Promote people's well-being. <laughs> promote people's well-being. Even in the dating realm okay guy like you know is this weird energy of like in the dating world of like oh i don't need to be a nice person to you you know i feel like that's like kind of the assumption people have about dating like oh i don't need to be kind to this person because i'm dating them i'm like wait you know dating is a process you go through before you pick somebody to marry right or somebody to commit to and why would you want to commit to somebody and treat them like shit? No. See, that's this is a dating from ego. <laughs> dating from trauma. You don't want to date from your trauma. You want to date from enlightenment. You want to date from spiritual awakening, okay? My new course coming out, Dating from Spiritual Awakening. <laughs> Okay, so anyways, 
Assumptions in relationships is a very deep subject, and um, you can make it as deep or as shallow, I guess, as you want, but to me it's very deep because it, it relates to a lot of different things. How we form these assumptions is related to so many things, and those assumptions, you know, you can't kick out all your assumptions in one moment one day. I mean, maybe God, I believe God could perform a miracle like that. You know, one thing to, to remember, God works in the level of the mind. Sometimes God won't do something for you because God wants you to know how to do it for yourself, right? And sometimes that is God is showing you the right way to think about something. Did you ever realize that? That sometimes God is showing you the right way to think about something. And that is, you know, Christians talk about the word of God, the sanctification. You become pure, you become holy, sanctified. Do you know what that word means? Google it, it's such a good word. Sanctification. You become holy when you read the word of God because God is holy and God is teaching you how to be like God, how to be holy. And so how do we apply this to our dating life? How do we apply this to relationships? Ask God to teach you what to assume about men. Ask God to teach you what to assume about women. Ask God to teach you what to assume about relationships. What is God's true purpose for creating relationships between men and women? And families and everybody. What is God's definition of that? What is God's definition of that, right? We should be thinking more about that than what the toxic beliefs of society teach us. And that's the problem, is that most of us get stuck and pulled in and distracted by the toxic beliefs of society about relationships. And then we go into our dating experiences with these toxic assumptions, and then we expect relationships to be easy. And then they're not. And then we're like, what is that? That's, that's that person, that person's fault. No, it's, it's all in, it's in all of us. <laughs> Unfortunately. All right. So unless you had a great upbringing with really good influences for relationships, like you are a leader in this world. Go you. Um, no, we all have strengths though in this area and we all have weaknesses in this area. So Yeah, I think that's what I wanted to say today, guys. Hmm. There's a lot of unnecessary heartbreak going on in, in the dating world. And I just want to be able to provide programs that help people actually change that and manifest healthier soulmate connections you know to create a soulmate relationship you have to be in that soulmate energy and keep it up too (laughs) because it it can shift into the toxic reality if you stop practicing the right thoughts Um, Okay, so moving forward, um, definitely check out my general manifestation group where I'm talking about relationships and everything in general related to manifestation. Uh, My soulmate manifesting space is highly focused on just specific relationship manifesting stuff. My one-on-one coaching containers is where you get my attention on your reality, your relationship reality, your money reality, your, if you're a spiritual entrepreneur and you need help in your business, you get my attention focused on your manifesting in your business. So having my attention on your reality is very powerful because of what I know because of where my psyche is coming from okay that's what's actually going on here and you can think about that whenever you hire a coach or a teacher of any kind you know thinking about what's going on with that person's psyche what what's going on with that person's heart 
those are is that the kind of person that I want to work with so check those offers out get into some type of supportive container where you can work on your mindset daily the ways of thinking that I have provided in my programs my memberships you know it's written out for you on my website that you'll get your own login you'll create a login to my website and you'll be able to see you know everything written out for you the thought the right assumptions to have and you can use it as a guideline to create ones that you want as well take the ones I have there and also create your own the ones that just hit right for you and your subconscious. So anyways, that's what we got going on at the Butterfly Soul Life Coaching School. We have manifestation for every aspect of your life. If you want something short term, I have a two hour session that you can purchase. And it's a very in-depth two hour session all at once. You'll get upgrades in every area of your being in that one two-hour session so that is called the spiritual accelerator and you can check that out on my website as well any questions that you ever have feel free to email me the butterfly soul life coach at gmail.com and i would love to help you figure out which program is best for you and what you're currently working on in your life. So I like to be that um, specific with people because I like to make sure they're they're going into the right thing for them. And um, I, I do take the time to have an in-depth consultation with you so that you can actually see clearly like what you're getting into with me, with the Butterfly Soul Life Coaching School. So we provide that here, okay? Um, Any questions, feel free to email me and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Namaste.